Man, I'm ready. So Let's this is going to be kind of an interesting podcast. So me and Jared are going to work as a team to interview. I don't even know how it's going to work, but we're going to interview Grayson, and then Jared's going to interview both of us at the same time. So yeah, it'll be a cool. It'll be a cool conversation. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. So. Uh, let's just recap a little bit the, the events of the, the last month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Know, we, we can dive in and recap, I guess, you know, all of last year, but the events of the last month and a half have really kind of set the, set a new tone. So the, uh, you know, last year, you guys both had a phenomenal year in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, both of you, you know, discovered the hunt league app a little bit later in the season like uh garrett i don't remember when it had to have been july because it was like two weeks later we started yeah the league which was august 1st so you kind of found it in july Crayson would have heard a podcast it's like july 27th is when i downloaded the app and got okay got on there dang yeah look at that memory look at that recall yeah um, right. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah he he well, so let's introduce Creation. Give give us an, uh, a breakdown of Elevator Sales Pitch, who you are. Um, I'm Chris McBride. I grew up in Northeastern Oregon, and I became the Outdoorsman of the Year last year, 2021. Mm. And you're hearing Don't from me. Don't rub it in or anything. Yeah. I yeah, mean, just, sorry. Just stab <laughs> in the heart with a knife. <laughs> just, just scare it to you. Uh, no, I, I started doing YouTube. Um a lot of coyote hunting because that's what we do year round around here and um just have a huge passion for the outdoors i grew up archery hunting my whole life and that transition to calling for waterfowl and doing the whole waterfowl thing and then then i got addicted to trying to hunt coyotes all the time and um man that just turned my whole hunting game up to like level 10. i mean i just i learned how to hunt turkeys better and and stock deer better because there's just so many times where you're out there chasing something else and there's a coyote and it just i mean it's like oh man let's go hunt this like yeah it just changed up the whole you know situation and give you hope so um no i just have a huge passion for the outdoors and uh ended up you know taking four months to you know, win the outdoorsman of the year on Hunt League. So <laughs> yeah, there I am. But I mean, when it when could be debatable, right? I mean, <laughs> there's a like you won by the judges' vote, but did you win by the the the, the death count or the? the success? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. No, no, kidding. no I, and I don't mean to diminish that at all. This is really fun for me to actually be sitting here with both of you guys because you know you both had an incredible season last year. You, you became, uh, each of you became one of 12 finalists that were kind of nominated as candidates to apply to be the outdoors of the year after the resumes you turned in. Both of you became one of four finalists. We went through a judges competition. Crayson, you ultimately walked away with the crown. And I would just say, well, well deserved. I mean, it, it was incredible. Yeah. I don't ever mean to take anything away from you, <laughs> but I, I remember sitting at the, at the, I mean, it, I was, I don't oh, know how man. you guys felt. We can look back at this now. And Mm -hmm. we did the live event on February 1st. When the judges came back on, I was pretty cool and calm through the night. Like, this is cool, like getting to watch it all. When the judges came back on and they're about to make a decision, like everything in me, my heart was jumping out of my chest. I'm like, I don't know what they're about to say. I was freaking out. Yeah. And I'm not even a finalist. I like I can't even imagine what it was like for you guys sitting there. So, Grayson, give me like a little bit of like what oh, was that man. moment when the judges come on and they're about to they're about to make the announcement? What was happening inside your head, heart, mind? Oh, I was just shaking. Soul? I was just I couldn't believe it. But yeah, <laughs> no, my family was just like, did you did you see Jared on how much he was like freaking out? Like it was so great because we did a little recap with my whole family. We did a Zoom call ourselves afterwards. But um, no, I mean. When it got down to like that, you know, the third runner up, I was just like, I'm going to hear my name. And it's just like, I'm going to be so happy for Gary. <laughs> like constantly like, you know, don't get mad. Don't get upset. You know, you you did well. And I just was like planning to hear my name. And then I didn't. And I was just like, oh, no way. And I didn't know how to handle it. I mean, honestly, they should have revealed the champion at that point. But um, no, I thought they did it. I love the judges. They did a great job. And it was so fun to interact with them. That was my best. That was probably my favorite part about the whole live event is that it wasn't like Jared asking us Mm -hmm. questions. It was like hearing from the judges and like, like looking at their faces, them asking that question. 
And it was just a whole nother level. Cause you know, I, I honestly thought it was just gonna be Jared, you know, asking the questions and they were like, had a notepad or whatever, you know, in the back, just like being quiet and listening in. But no, that was just to have that interaction with those judges was super, super cool. And just see to see all the mounts in the back and, you know, just yeah. see these guys that are <laughs> exhausted from the shot shows and living in the hunting industry. Uh, I was like, oh man, these guys are taking the time out to to talk to me about this. It was just fun. Yeah. All right, Garrett, give me, give me what, what on earth was happening inside <laughs> of you at that moment? I was, I, dude, I was right there with Grayson, man. I was like, my heart was beating. I'm like, I, I told the guys the whole time. Cause I, you know, each, each one of the finalists had are like congratulated me like, Hey, you know, what scope are you going to get? And I'm like, guys, this is anybody's game. And I a hundred percent wholeheartedly yeah. believe that. And I was like trying to breathe life into the other contestants and stuff. I'm like, listen, <laughs> yeah. you're in the, you're in the top four for a reason. Obviously somebody liked what you were doing or what you did. Right. And, and, and just the whole time I'm like, this is anybody's game. And, and, um, and I was, I was just, my heart was beating probably just as hard as Grayson's was like, I, I mean, it was, it was literally like an adrenaline rush and, and, um, and so the best way I can describe it is I'm the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I went to the Super Bowl, but I won my division, you know, so I, 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 I don't know if, if I won the other, there's other hunt leagues I'm a part of, and I, I'm still waiting to find out if I won one of those, but you know, there's, you know, the Western Hunter, it kind of feels like I'm probably, I'm probably going to win that one just based off of being in the top four and, and Grace and I is like, well, if you or I don't win, we're going to mm-hmm. be Western Hunter. Yep. Right. And yeah. So, yep. Um, so I'm, I'm waiting for that to, to finalize and, and see what the judges think there. But yeah, I mean, it, my heart was beating way more than I thought it was going to like, I was just yeah trying to be, you know, like a duck on the water, like look cool. But like my, my feet were paddling pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a fun update on, uh, Western Hunter. So we've got, we've got three different judges. Um, two of them are, uh, world elk calling champions. <laughs> so when it comes to Western elk hunting, like we've, we've got some champions in there. The third one, uh, is from the hunt score app, which is, you know, it, it's a really, it's a fascinating, I don't know if you guys have ever been on the platform. Um, but the platform's amazing. Like it rates each unit in Western States with like everything from trophy potential to how hard it is to draw gives you like different, like how much public access you have, hmm. you know, like there's other tools, you know, with, with top rut and go hunt that are good, like, um, hunting full great applications for like helping people figure it out. Um, I have been really impressed with what I've seen with hunt score and the guy, uh, Matt from hunt score that, that owns and runs that is the third one. And so hmm. at this point, uh, we were actually supposed to decide the Western hunter officially on Monday or Tuesday, sorry, yesterday. Um, but he got backed up with, uh, he had some family stuff in town, had some issues that kind of arose with hunt score that he had to resolve. So he's like, man, we got to reschedule. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so we're still on hold, but I will tell you, uh, that, that I have consensus from two judges. We've got, we've got our three finalists. We're not doing a live event with it. So mm-hmm. that announcement, uh, with the Western Hunter is going to be made any day. Now we're just kind of waiting on it, but, uh, We've got uh, the three finalists that are in contention right now is you, Garrett Weaver, mm-hmm. a guy named Michael King uh, from Colorado, and uh, uh, Keith Naylor, Spike Bull Outdoors. Some people okay. know him or have seen him. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. He, he put together a cool season, went to Alaska, killed a caribou with a bow, uh, had a turkey in the spring, had an elk with a bow, and this was his return year to bow hunting. So. Those are kind of the three people. They don't even know that they're finalists. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not doing the whole candidate interview, yeah. all the other stuff. So it's all being done behind the scenes based on the criteria that's laid out. So we, sh- we should have a decision on on that within within the week. Um, but there's some actually really cool stuff circulating with the Western Hunt League. And I think like this year's kind of the pilot for it. It's the first year we've ever done it. And, uh, you know, I think the odds are certainly in your favor as a, as a finalist oh, coming out of the outdoors into the year. So. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if you want to throw like a free car into the prize package, feel free. I won't yeah. stop you. I'm, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm trying to get one of those new Tesla trucks. Yeah. Let me know. You know, I, I will take that bullet. <laughs> Somebody has to know, like, are these actually hunt worthy vehicles? Like, yeah, right. I will test that and post it on YouTube. I trust me. I'll, I'll get you 10 views. But uh, no, I mean, it, it, it's, um, it, 
the the fact that you know I I had a good season and Grayson had a good season. He had a lot more small game critters um, and birds and stuff, and and I had more big game. But my thing when when I think you and I podcasted the very first time, Jared, is like I don't want to be a part of a big buck or big bull contest. I don't want to have you know this chest beaten. I killed sixteen million animals this year. Like I don't want to be a part of something like that. And and the fact that just if you look at the finalists, the four finalists in the outdoorsman of the year, it shows you that that's exactly what it's. It's not. Ex- it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. It's not. It's not a big buck or big bull competition. It's not um, just because you did this or that you're going to win. It's. It's an. It's. It's. There's a lot of heart in it, and there's a lot of um, emotion and, and feeling that goes into the decision, and, and you can tell the judges, um, you know, definitely took it to heart and they, and they really did think about it and they chose the winner based off of what they found resonated within them. It wasn't like, Oh, a 400 inch bowl is going to win this year. No. And, and I think Grayson winning is probably the best thing that could have happened, especially for the app. But I mean, I, I don't disagree with the judges. I mean, I think it was a really cool decision. And so, um, I think that really, for me, validated me getting involved with the app. I, I, that really proved to me that I made a good decision. And that's awesome. Yeah. I, I appreciate hearing that. I mean, everything is like a little bit like beta testing, you know, it's like, there's never <laughs> been a competition like this before. Like, right. you know, we're, we're, it's, you know, you're building, you're building a leaderboard based on somebody's story in the hunting journals that they acquire in the field. And it's not, it doesn't have to do with like, well, who killed the most or who killed the biggest. It's really like the season as it, you know, as a whole, like how did it all come together and what are the different factors? And, right. and when you're looking at the outdoors in the year, it's, you know, is it just about you as a hunter? Like, is this about you and your trophies and your own accomplishments? And, you know, is this beating your chest? Like what you were saying, or is this about passing on a legacy to others? Is it about mentoring and coaching and, and also and sharing your story? And there's so many other elements. And one of the things, like, honestly, like, you know, you saw it in my face as we did the live event. Like I was freaking out in, those, <laughs> in the last minute when the judge, and I, cause I, I had no idea which way it was going to go. And what, what was so hard for me last year, I didn't really have much of a relationship with any of the finalists, but this year watching you guys, season come together. Cause like, I got a front row seat to your guys' seasons. Like you guys shared yeah. posts on the community page. Uh, I would comment and celebrate those, those different victories, not knowing at the time, you know, you know, when it was August 1st and you kill a bear on opening day, not knowing that months later you would be a finalist Garrett or Grayson, when you end up taking your bowl and then you post a video and you've got all these different things. And I, I get to watch like the ups and downs of that experience. That was like, I, I got close to every one of the finalists and not, I wouldn't say just the finalists. Like there was 12 candidates. Like I I got to know a lot of those candidates and is, is I sent out those applications, you know, cause they were people that finished in the top 25 or so in the leaderboard, at least 25%. Mm -hmm. They were uh, like some of the questions that I got back and, and Garrett, this came from you, you know, as well. It was like, do you, should I fill this out? Is it okay for me to fill this out? Cause I, I don't want anybody to think that this is like an inside right. job. That was you a know, very like, big concern for me. Yeah. And and I love that, that people look at the optics of that and say like, is this, is this rigged? Is this, you know, what it was going to be like? Right. And it's like, look, I'm not a judge and, and I don't get to make this decision. And so people will get to see and experience this and they can think how they want but, you know, like we're going to see how this plays out and getting to watch it all play out and seeing how much intentionality the judges put into actually listening to your stories. They listen to the podcast. They, you know, they knew things about you that I didn't tell them because they read your, they read your hunt logs. Hmm. They, they listened to your stories. I mean, it was like the amount of actual attention that they paid to each of you guys yeah. Was, was actually humbling for me to like get to see and watch. And it was like, man, they're, they're taking this serious and they're actually looking for qualities and they're looking for something to celebrate and say, this is somebody that we want to put this stamp of approval on and say, this is going to be an outdoors in the year. I, I had a conversation today, separate of this, that I, I was telling somebody, I was actually meeting with an attorney and talking with them and about the, the hunt league app and the competitions and whatnot. And I, and I was like, look, if 
if somebody looks at this from the outside and wants to look at the objects and they, they see the number, the animals that, that Garrett stacked up with a bear and two deer, an elk, a pronghorn, multiple states, all those things. I said, if, if they're looking for, for that, you know, they can see clearly like this, there's more to this competition right. than just killing big game animals. They can see that there's more heart in this, that, the, that there's judges in this, that, you know, that are actually listening to the stories and there's, there's, there's more to this story. It's not just a killing contest, like what, what you said before. And, and ultimately like, that's what we want. Like the outdoors of the year, Grayson, like Garrett and I have talked about this outside of you. Like, I'm so excited for you to wear that crown. Cause I think you're going to wear it well. And I think like you having that title, people, people like we're telling people, Hey, look at this guy, follow this guy, watch his story, watch the way that he hunts, watch the way that he, you know, pursues, uh, his outdoor adventures because you're, you're worthy of following. And I wouldn't say, I'm not saying that that's not true of the other finalists, but it's like, man, like, I'm so proud of you. And I, I think like, it's a validation stamp on you as a young man and still like young in your hunting career. Yeah. That, like this is a crown that you, nobody gets to take away from you. You earn this. And, you know, I think both Garrett and I look back and it's like, yeah, we're excited for you. Well-deserved. hundred percent. No, for sure. Like I've, I've already had people reaching out to me, like, you know, wanting tips and help on things. And I've even had some companies wanting to send me some gear already. And I'm just like, that's, <laughs> that's cool. It's crazy. I mean, it, I only have 180 subscribers on my YouTube channel, but they're, they're like seeing how I'm progressing and seeing that, you know, what I'm bringing to the table is something. And it, and it has a lot to do with the outdoor, you know, outdoorsman title. Like I tell them that and they just like, dude, well, let's, let's send you some gear. Let's get you working on stuff. And it was just like, so overwhelming. Like this is what I've been wanting to do for, since I was 16, <laughs> you know, forever. So, and you know, I had to go back to say, you know, the judges, I mean, honestly, I just thought, that they were gonna be like, okay, who's this kid? Okay, what did he kill? Well, okay, no, whatever. But they like for them to hear the podcast, like they went back to the podcast of my cougar story and just knowing, you know, my experiences from stuff. And it's just like they were taking this so seriously, and I didn't expect that. And you know, it, it shocked me like that they kind of kept up with my whole like my whole year. It wasn't just like, oh, you killed a big bull with your with your bow. Cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, you killed some coyotes. Oh, you know, you got a couple, it was like, they knew what happened and what I felt throughout the season. That was probably the coolest part of just hearing that the judges cared enough to, to spend the time to listen to every aspect of my season, Josiah's season, Wyatt's season, Garrett's season. And, you know, the whole hunt league community is so positive, so strong. Like I'm, I have way more friends now like that just, you know, we talk about positive hunting and stuff like that and, and learning from each other's experiences. It's been such a powerful tool besides just, you know, if you go to Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, it, it just seems like it's like, it's more of a competition there. Like, Oh, I don't even want to yeah. like this because it's, it's like, I'm helping this guy out and I don't like, you know, it's my competition, but honestly, the hunt league is a completely different, you know, we're all just like encouraging each other. And there's a whole nother side to it. I don't see any nasty comments of like, wow, that's the only thing you killed or, you know, just anything, anything negative on there. It's, it's a, it's a cool, like almost family in a way, you know, just, you know, I've gotten to know Garrett so well and, you know, behind the scenes and Josiah, me and him almost message every day. And it's just, it's just <laughs> a cool, it's just a cool, you know, uh, app. And it's, it's just cool to see the community come together in a, in a, in a different platform like that so yeah and i think that that was uh you know a lot of the guys that i was talking to that got involved they wanted that community thing they didn't want to turn it into another instagram that yeah. and yeah. and i think that that really shows through because i i have i had to turn my phone things off one day because my phone was blowing up from the other three contestants <laughs> it's like you know just <laughs> the guys were just so excited about the contest and just you know wishing each other good luck and and, um, and yeah, it just is, is much more of a community than I thought it would be or, or you know, and I, I literally was like, yeah, dude, it, the whole time I just knew it was anybody's competition and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would have no problem. I think I sent each one of you guys stickers. I think yours, yours actually returned enveloped on me, but 
Oh, somebody somebody returned envelope on me. Um, but and uh, it's just it's just it's just cool. It's just cool, man. It's just I've I've been on a lot of the platforms and I haven't seen that yet. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of heart in in the app right now, and I think that's a good spot to be personally. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is I, I don't this isn't like a done deal or anything like that. But I had an amazing like two hour conversation with a group of uh, military like veterans today. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things that they're doing is, you know, like there, there's so many studies that are, I mean, just sobering to like, look at like veterans returning from active duty, um, dealing with PTSD, Yep. you know, the suicide rate is really high and the reintegration is really difficult. And they've actually been doing some studies with, you know, like, I mean, down to like, sleep studies and physiological stuff with like wearing those like rings, you know, that talk, show your heartbeat, stress level, yeah. recovery rates, all that. And one of the things that they have found was like, uh, on an archery it was like specific to like archery hunting, like after like two or three days into it, their stress levels and sleep, their breathing, their heart rate, everything in that, like, it was like, it went to a completely new base level after a few days. And it was like, there was nothing else to take a compare it to. Like, it was like, it's, it created a calm mm. inside these guys and they're uh, they are looking at like creating, you know, and this would, this would be completely like private um, meaning uh, like we wouldn't be able to participate or that kind of thing, but they're looking at creating a league, you know, that's just with these, soldiers that are returning that's a that's a, their own community where they can yeah. teach people how to bow hunt share their stories you know and build and it's like that the app offers something like that to you know to different kind of groups and i'm like when when they were talking to me about their vision and what they're doing and then they were able to marry their vision of what they're doing as an organization with the hunt league app i was just like totally blown away i was like oh my gosh what an incredible way that this platform gets to serve mm -hmm. you know different yeah. different i mean sure. like the different uses that's what's been really fascinating even and i haven't been vocal at all since the uh february 1st I haven't sent emails out haven't sent anything about like how we've made changes with our leagues but just the amount of people that have communicated back, you know, we have churches that are saying we're going to create a league to reach people like in our own church community or people that are isolated in our in our city, you know, that they might be hunters, but they're just, you know, they're not really connected. And like people are seeing a need there. We've got, you know, different shops and, you know, from taxidermy places to meat processing to local yep. boat yep. shops, archery clubs all these different things are realizing like, Oh my gosh, like we could create a league for, for this, for our group, for our tribe and for our people. And it's like, man, seeing people like start to capture a vision for how they can use, mm -hmm. you know, create leagues. And, and like, I, we got to experience something like still in like, it's, I would say like it's late beta season, you know, like, like there's not a million users competing for the outdoors in the year right now, but like somehow this group of people stumbled upon the app and found it and used it this year. And like, we, we were able to really test it and, and build something special. And I believe like we're laying the foundation, you know, for years to come of like how this community is going to be built, what, it, what it's the, you know, the fundamental values of the community that it's not just uh, you know, it's not just about a, an ego thing. It's not another just Instagram place where you're going to just post, you know, your highlights and your big, huge animals. It's like, no, there's, there's a real community here yeah. of hunters that, uh, you know, it's like, this is, I, when I just think about the future of what's, what's happening here, yeah. I just get so excited. What I was excited about was to show people how, how, how much I go into the woods and don't bring something home. <laughs> like, mm. I, yeah. I, I, people see the success photos, right? And you're like, well, oh yeah, of course you got it done. Yeah. I didn't see a, a, a freaking branch buck in 15 trips over 15 trips, probably like nothing. And mm -hmm. it just like, I, if people can go back and I didn't log every hunt, so it's maybe closer to 12 on the app, but I mean, people can go back and see my success rate versus how many times I went. And it's really low, 
really low, <laughs> you know? And it's like, man, I just, I hunt harder than you do for the most part. Like these people that are asking these questions, like, how do you, how do you kill stuff? Well, I hunt harder than you. I hunt more often. I spend more time in the woods. You can hunt your, you can log your scouts. I, you've probably logged more hunts already the craze in this year than anybody. Um, yeah. and, and I've been logging scouts here and there, but it's like, it's just, you can kind of see the guys that are, that are doing more on the app. It just seems like they have more success for for a number of reasons, obviously. But it just I don't know. I, I, I think it would be cool for people that want to know what the outdoorsman of the year did. What did your season end up stacking into? What what did you put what did you piece together for a season? Well, I figured out after using the app that I hunt more than like two hundred days a year. Like I <laughs> oh am my God. I am out there. Like because yeah. I what well, I did over a hundred between the end of like basically August to December. Yeah. So and I hunted a ton in January, February, March, April, May. I mean, all of that, even June and July. So I hunt, I hunt so much and it's like, Oh geez, I might have a problem here, but, um, <laughs> but you know, like, like going back to what you were saying there, like how much you, you don't see anything or you don't, like I went back to how much I missed at my waterfowl hunting. Mm. It's like, maybe I should start looking down the barrel a little bit more. because <laughs> I'm only getting, you know, I'm my statistics, my, my hit percentage is not very high, <laughs> but I'm getting, you know, four or five mallards, you know, every time I go out. So, but you know, and then with the ammo being shortage, it's just like, yeah, I probably should start, you know, getting a little bit more down the barrel here, <laughs> but um, no, for, for, I have learned, you know, looking back at it now, it's just like, I went out probably more than anybody did. And that is every day you go out, you learn something new, whether it's, you didn't do the right thing. You didn't pick the right path or you didn't, you know, you didn't set up in the right spot or you just didn't scout. So, I mean, every, I, I, that's the thing. Like my dad will go hunting on the diff on the other side of the valley, and I'll go hunting over here. And as soon as I get done and he's done, I'll call him and say, like, "What did you learn? Like, where are the elk at?" He's like, "Well, they're not here." It's like, "Okay, <laughs> right. well, this is where I would suggest to go next." Or you know, "Okay, they're there. Okay, well, let's go. Let's go hunt that tomorrow or whatever after work." So it's just learning something every time you go out. And I feel so bad for the people that live so far out of like a drive distance to hunt. Mm-hmm. Or they have to pick a certain week. Like I, I don't, I can't relate. I've never lived that way. And I'm, I'm sorry that that's the way you have to hunt. Um, and, but for me, you know, for me being successful, it's, it's time out in the field and, you know, having, having family that just, you know, supports that through everything is it's, it's just dynamite. I mean, that's how you, that's how you, you learn the animal. That's how you, learn to speak to them, um, and figure it out. But that's, yeah. And you've had a lot of success cause you've grown up in one of the best spots in Oregon to grow up in for elk. Absolutely. Hunting. So you've had Absolutely. quite a bit. Of, how many bulls have you killed over there? I've killed, I think it's nine or 10 out of the 15 years. I've, yeah. That's I've crazy. That's so, good. Yeah. So last year you pieced together a really nice bull. Um, in the yeah. YouTube video, that's Huge pretty bull. cool. The, the, probably the most interesting part of that YouTube video is when that bull's walking up on you as you found your bull. I'm like, that's yeah. how often does that happen? You have another no kidding. giant bull, stud bull walking up in your, as you're standing over yours. I'm like, that's pretty freaking sweet. Oh but man. You, you had a lot of smaller critters too, outside of that big bull. Yeah, no, for sure. The, the coyotes, um, I, I pursue them so hard. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I, I had some close calls with turkeys. Um, I usually do a lot more ground squirrel hunting just to help ranchers out and farmers out that they uh-huh. just create havoc out there. So, I mean, I could have been logging that, but I didn't do much of that this, this last year. Um, but definitely the, the coyotes just, that's been my, that's been my itch to, to do from January to, to December. So I, you I do hunted, that. you hunted deer, but you didn't get a deer this year. Right? Oh yeah. No, this was, this is probably honestly my best year for deer. I just didn't harvest one. I had a couple mm-hmm. shots. And, uh, I, I missed low on, on one buck. Um, and I was chasing this giant and I've, I've never targeted a buck or anything like that, but I did pass up one buck this year because <laughs> I was waiting for this giant nine point, uh, just, just a giant whitetail. And we don't, we don't get whitetails over here. And they actually started to die off again because of blue tongue disease. But, oh. um, oh, bummer. yeah, no, we had a, I think I found within the archery season, I found 
seven or eight does in like two weeks just really loaded up in like terrible yeah just dead nothing was eating them nothing was wanting to touch them couldn't figure out why and yeah it's just that whole disease came in but no i had i had a lot of buck uh a lot of action with the bucks this year just never never seemed to make now, did you did you have a spring bear and fall bear tag at all did you know nope, just the fall bear no i i haven't pursued spring bear to really i put in last year but i didn't get it and then this year i think i'm supposed to draw or maybe it'll be next year but yeah. um i i've never never spent much time just because it just seems like it's a lot of hassle to get up there when there's a lot of snow still yeah sure <clears throat> yeah you're also hunting over in the northeast part of oregon right where that's where right. you live right in the Legrand area that's the yeah. main which is which town. is which is yeah. where i travel to when i can draw a tag but right um right. and uh but yeah for bears um you gotta if you want to kill one just come over here <laughs> i know i'm gonna have tell to. everybody that though like it's <laughs> on my head <laughs> you know it's the only thing I haven't killed. It's general, basically. So, so what do you what do you what are your plans for this year then? Oh man, I got I got my brother in law. He's stepping up to really film, and we already did a couple. He's already got two coyotes that I've shot on camera, and it's just been like, yep, I saw so, that video. He's so he's so passionate and right there, and that's the you know that's the main thing to have a hunting partner that is just as passionate about the chasing anything as you are, because it's it just won't work out if it's like he can only go five times a year or like right. maybe once a month. Like if you're, he has really stepped up and just had a passion for this and, and made time to, to help support me. And he's, he's all for being a cameraman. And I, I appreciate it. He hasn't even killed his first coyote. And I've, I've took him out a couple, taken him out a couple of times to try to get it done, but uh hasn't happened, but no. Now did you so, shoot that? Did you shoot that video on your new camera too? Yeah. 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 So we're still playing with that, you know, trying yeah. to shoot manual and, and get that all figured out. But the, the Sony FDR AX 700 is what we're running. And it is, it's a giant, uh, sensor on the front and it, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a great camera. He's actually done some photography before, not much, but it's, it's, he's already like, wow. Like I I'm glad you're running that thing. Cause I, and I just have to worry about taking the shot. So yeah, so it's not uh, like a DSLR. That's a that's a like, camcorder. Yeah, that's style. a camcorder. So for yeah. I do a lot of self film, filming, and the DSLR does not work for that type of hunting. Um, but he has, you know, after I bought the camcorder, he stepped on to do that, and it's 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 a great camera. It's working out. Yeah, because well. the footage I just noticed, like from your bull footage over to your coyote footage, is oh like, yeah, and the editing skills, like you're getting better, but you're getting better at a very fast clip. It yeah, is. no, I, I, I think I spent about 4,000 on just new equipment and Ooh. that's basically just a, a new <laughs> MacBook. I mean, I was running everything off my iPhone eight, you know, editing. That's like, crazy. It, it took forever to get any footage on that thing and then run it on a really, you know, chintzy program. So, but, so the, your bull video the, yeah. from last year, you edited that on your iPhone? All on my iPhone. <laughs> like, I think it's called Premiere Rush or something like yeah. that or Dope rush or that's what yeah. that's what i edited that on and man it you know looking when i was just editing it i was like this is the best video ever <laughs> and then like a month later i'm like oh the audio is so bad oh no like just <laughs> just like you know yeah. i need to upgrade some stuff and i got it you know got it going okay, so, so I'm we excited. got we got off on equipment but garrett's your question was what what's on the agenda for this year yeah so Give us, give us some of your, what, what do you got planned, Grayson? Well, I, you know, this is the year that we have to try to draw for tags. So I'm not sure what's yeah. going to happen with the archery general. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to get my elk and deer tag still um, and hoping to really, you know, get another bull on camera like that. Probably. I don't know if I'll kill one as big, but you know, if it's a six point, I'm taking it and it, and it doesn't, that's, that's usually my, my thing. I'll, I'll wait until like the last two weeks until for for a six point um That's but crazy. bucks anything any bucks around here i i take i mean i i love we love the, the venison and so um you and i could you know, be they, more opposite i know i know it's just like dude i'll a pass fork, up a buck like, all day long yeah there's a fork horn let's go stock the, you know let's, let's go oh my gosh no you're killing there. me you're like yeah oh, six point in the last two weeks i'm like i'll shoot the first freaking legal <laughs> yeah. hole i see yeah. no I, if there's a just, four point you know, it's, <laughs> yeah it's the other um, side of the freeway, you know. So that's funny, huh? Well, you know, quick tip is is um, depending on what unit, and I'm guessing uh, I know is is 
the ODFNW is allotting enough tags for for people that report they hunt the units. They're not trying to limit the number of um, hunters per se. They're trying to isolate you into a unit, so you can probably draw the unit you're thinking of second choice. Okay, so I wouldn't okay. blow your I wouldn't blow your points yeah. on it. I hardly. And if you have don't any... draw, you can kick me in the nuts. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I would anticipate because that's that's straight out of the ODFNW's mouth. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, that, that'd be that's good really then. cool to hear. So I, I plan on doing some uh, turkey hunting here. I'm I'm trying to get my cameraman his his first turkey. He's got a new bow. Um, he's he's gonna try to whack one with a bow and um, just I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of mentoring, uh, helping family out, helping kids down the street out, and uh, uh, hopefully gonna get some tags filled. And I'm just really pursuing the coyotes heavy right now. I mean, I'm almost going every other day after work, um, whether it's a standard two, I've, I've spent hours of on Xing, you know, and completely like going door to door to try to get permission for, for new places to hunt and, yeah. and call. So. Didn't you hunt pheasants and stuff too? Oh yeah. No, I, I gotta, I gotta save a couple weeks and uh, yeah. So pheasants yeah. is, we have a, you know, it's just another place I've gone up to the door and they said, sure. And that's crazy. Um, man, you can jump like, you know, a good handful of roosters in a day really? as long as you're shot on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Around here, so, if you see a rooster or a pheasant period, you take a picture of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. I don't, I won't even shoot it. I don't know if you could shoot yeah. it. <laughs> no, they're it's a rare species. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but we got enough easy. of them you over just here. To... Run them over with your car. There's too many of them over here. Yeah. No, we got them in our yard. The turkeys. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah so mad just and our dogs will eat the crap and then puke up in the house like, <laughs> we really gotta handle this you know neighbors let's come together so hmm. that's funny yeah so um, as i got a question for you jared as a prize package not that i'm sure Creason's already memorized everything but what did what did Creason win yeah come on oh what? my goodness well so we're still the hardest part about the prize package stuff is actually like the timing. Um, right when we do these competitions at the end of the year, these companies are in like full blown, like Let's they're doing it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, it's shot show it's hunt expo. It's, you know, they're up in Portland right now. So they're up in Oregon right now at the, uh, I don't remember. Portland Western, sportsman shows what they call it. Yeah. And I mean, but those same shows they're, they're happening in Pennsylvania, like I was, I was assuming we were talking to Vortex last week and I was like, Hey, you know, let's, let's sort out Grayson's prize. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, you know, they're out of the office. So I was like, Oh, are you in Utah at the, at the Western hunt expo? And it's like, actually, no, we're at this thing in Dallas. And then at another thing in, in Phoenix. And I'm like, I didn't even know those things were happening, <laughs> you know? And it's just Jesus. the amount of shows and the amount of stuff like that is, is just overwhelming. So uh some of this is still yet to be determined and what's been interesting and you know like we had judges this year represented from the different companies just just yesterday i got a packing list of of the different things that like phoenix flashlights for instance is getting ready to ship and the commitment that they made was they were going to send this like 18,000 lumen. I mean, it's like a $450, $500 like <laughs> flashlight to the winner. And then to second place, they were going to send this really nice, you know, I, I don't PD 36, you know, some, some kind of flashlight. It's a $150 flashlight, you know, rechargeable battery, 1600 lumen. Like it's a fantastic light. And that was going to be for second place, but that was all that was listed for the outdoors in the year. Well, I, I see their packing list. And because uh, because I said, hey, here's here's what we're sending. They sent one of those hundred and fifty dollar lights to every person, every finalist, including Crayson, who, cool. who is already getting the fancy light. Uh, and and they sent it to Casey Holmgren, who was like the lioness, you know, the, the top female yep. from this. So it was like just in a day where it was like I didn't even expect that. I was like, there was $150 prize value for this light. And then they just included five more of those. And it was like, yeah. wait, that just jumped up like $750, like the value of this league. And then, you know, like, um, velvet antler technologies was like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do a prize package for all the finalists. Mm -hmm. And that, that came the night of the award ceremony, but like 
me and AJ have been like playing phone tag because he's been at all the shows. You know, they're they're still a small company, um, like relatively small, like in terms of like employees. Like they're they're lean and mean and growing like crazy. Um, but it's like they're they're running the shows, they're building the booths and packing this, you know, dealing with inventory, just trying to keep their head above water. And so it's like, yeah, I think, I think that package will probably ship to you guys in the next two to three weeks, <laughs> you know, but it's like yeah. And I, I don't even know what that's even going to be. Vortex the night of was like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna include a prize for all the finalists. Not it was just slated to just the outdoors of the year was gonna win. You know, they included three of those Spark Solar. Uh, those are four hundred dollar yeah sites, and and all of that stuff has happened. And it's like, oh my gosh. And to be honest, like I can't even tell you the number of companies that I've connected with in the last month that are like, we want to, we want to be a part of this. Like we're, we're super excited about what you're doing and what you're building. And it's everything from, you know, I mean, it's, it's literally everything in the outdoor space from meat processing and food stuff to boots, to uh, the guy, uh, Wolfgang Troxel that was a finalist last year. He was saying like, he's like, man, I want to build a league just for Oregon. And there's a company in Oregon that, that makes camouflage, um, and he connected with the owner of that. And I haven't connected with him yet, but he's like, he wants to talk to you. Cause I think he wants to do an Oregon league, you know, representing like, hmm. and yeah. there's just so many things like stirring. And like the last I checked, uh, the prize package was valued at over $8,700 for the league. Yeah. And I think once we have all the final stuff in there, like we could be pushing $10,000 prize package. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And as small and as the app is, your chances of winning are the best chances you're going to get on the internet. Like, Get in now. If you're listening <laughs> yeah, to get in now. <laughs> yeah, this is far from an Instagram giveaway. It's like, yes. And you, if you saw it on Instagram, like, I don't know about this Hunt League thing. It's like, you blew it. Like, you should have got on yeah, you, there last you year. really messed up. Yeah, I did everybody a favor listening on my podcast. And Grayson's the only one that followed through on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I was, you know, I was mentioning earlier, I met with an attorney earlier today and, uh, and I was talking about your season, Garrett. And I was like, okay, let's just listen to this. You know, I was like, and, and you said like by the stats, you know, I was like, man, I don't actually even kill all that much for the number of days that I spent out hunting. And it's just, I work harder. And it's like, yeah, you, you your stats though, like you look at Josiah, he spent 70 days trying to kill a, a good buck and didn't get one. It's like right. his stats are not anywhere close to like you finished out. I don't know how many hunts you totaled, but you know, let's just say 35 or so for the, for that you logged last year, but it's yeah. like you were able to successfully harvest five big game animals in that like 35 ish days of hunting, you know what I'm like? That statistics, those are pretty dang good in my books. Like, I mean, that's better than anybody else. I think that's probably the highest percent, you oh. know, day to day. Maybe, maybe I should of, quit of just about anybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll take but, the uh, hint. I'll take the hint. Yeah, but I was talking. I was talking to that attorney friend, and he goes, and, and I was just saying, I was like, if if somebody puts together that kind of season and doesn't win this year, I mean, what on earth do they have to do? Like, yeah. what does a man have to do to win this if they can't win it with that? And uh, so we, we were just kind of laughing about that today, but it's like, yeah, I mean, this is uh you put together an unbelievable season. And again, like that was just August to the end of the year. Right. So Garrett, what let's, let's flip to you for a second. Cause I know you and I are both kind of drilling in on Grayson. What, what are your plans for this year? Like, I, I don't know that we've, I know we've talked a little bit about it, but what, yeah. uh, what, what do you got coming? Um, well, I've got a potential really good deer tag uh, in Oregon I can draw. Um, if I don't draw that, I'll be a general season mafia, like all the other guys out there. Um, sure. And then elk is going to be probably general season because it'll take me another six years to draw the tag I want. Um, and that's in Oregon. And then spring bear, I if I don't draw a tag, I'm going to freaking drive to the ODF and W office, dude, and just, Oh, so they ruined our draw in Oregon a couple of years ago. Like we weren't even a draw. It was first come first serve. And now it's like, I had like a handful of buddies that didn't draw last year and it's should not be that way. And, um, mm. so I'm nervous. I'm not going to draw. Like I'm, I don't want to speak it into existence, but it's in like 
the front of my head every day. So, but spring bear I have planned. I'll find out when Grayson, when did you say we were going to find out? Uh, it should be the 20th by the February here. So like, I don't know, eight next days week. Or yeah. Four days, four yeah. Days from now. Yeah. So we'll find out if I drew that or Chris will too. Um, but I'll do fall bear for sure. Maybe, maybe I don't know, invite you over, have you over for a bear. I still haven't heard that yet or not, but, um, and, uh, and then I have Arizona on the list late season, Arizona in January. Um, if they don't, if they don't change that. Um, and I didn't buy the tag in Idaho that I had last year, mainly because I'm going to just try and try and get a harder to get tag. And if I don't draw, I don't draw, but, um, I, I kind of passed on Idaho this year. And I really want to try and do maybe a California July blacktail hunt. Oh yeah, um, do one of their. I don't know if they call it the A season, season or whatever it's yeah, called. Like yeah, yeah, the A zone or whatever. A-zone. I got a lot to learn, but I got a couple buddies like Guy who live there. Um, yeah, and uh, they'd probably be willing to teach me up a little bit about what to get. But I'd like to try and knock off another state. Um, my goal is to hunt bow hunt and kill an animal with my bow in every state and then every country, and then so. I, I'm trying to knock off one or two co- states a year. So Arizona is going to be one of those states, maybe Montana. Now, when you say country, do you mean continent or do you mean con- country? Con- con- continent, excuse me, continent. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I, 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 don't say, have, I don't have that much money. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of money no. and a lot of years. That's, that's I, don't have, I don't have that many years. I don't have that many money. So, <laughs> but, okay. Um, so, yeah, every I'm, I'm trying to knock off one or two states a year at this point. And I've got Africa under my belt, obviously, because I was there a couple of years ago. But, um, yeah, I mean – Really, it's it's. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about this deer tag. I I could draw in Oregon with a bow. I'm I'm really excited about that tag. Now you've done. I mean, I know you did Wyoming. I know you did Idaho last year. I know you've done a couple other states. Yeah. Um, Grayson, you you have you're like a home guy. Like you you were mm-hmm. talking earlier. Like I feel bad for people that have to drive two to three hours to go to. <laughs> that's me. Like I dr- anywhere that I go for like big game hunting and stuff. It's 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 an effort. Like I'm driving for seven hours you know like i mean it's a it's an it's a haul and it's even as though it's in my own state but it's just the units that i'm going to you know are typically on the western side of the state and it's just it's a long drive um but have you done much have you done any out-of-state hunting have you done much travel for hunting a little bit just for coyotes but nothing big game i mean i've done nevada uh, because you don't have to have a hunting license there really and yeah so for for coyotes and stuff so i've done a little bit of that and i i have i have killed a coyote in over there because that's where near where uh uh my wife's grandma grandma lives um but besides that i mean i really haven't done any out-of-state hunting and i haven't even adventured very far out of you know six hours of here for (laughs) anything like big game so yeah all right here's an enticing offer for you Grayson. um there's a, there's a few states that still offer like a bounty on coyotes. I don't know if you knew that, but like if you've ever looked into Utah, Utah offers a bounty, like it's up to like $50 really for a head for a coyote. Cause I mean, they, they've had kind of plummeting ungulate populations, you know, like they've, they've had some issues and there's certain pockets of the state too, where they really would like to get that, the coyote population under control. And uh, like, I've, I've kind of, asked holly before and i'm like babe i'm gonna plan a trip (laughs) with the boys and we're gonna do a deal where like we're gonna budget i don't know 500 bucks to do this trip um you know just food travel the whole deal to get over there but i was like but we're not coming back until we've made up our money <laughs> on the bounty <laughs> so let's like, do it yeah let's a, make money on this trip <laughs> it's a group where it's like we're, we're staying there until you know it's going to take us 10 coyotes to get before we're allowed to come home that's you know? awesome like, yes let's do it. so Grayson, you and your predator hunting skills like you may have to uh you may have to plan a trip oh, like man. that someday that'd be so fun that'd be fun um, do it Okay, for so Garrett, you have your your you have Arizona was kind of your exotic thing. Are you looking at Montana? Are you look? You said California, I guess, maybe on the docket for July. Well, I've already hunted California, so it's on it's on a low priority, and I've already killed the hog in there, so it's not technically yeah. a big game animal. But um, honestly, it's 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 wide open right now. I mean, it could be Wyoming again. Um, I had a great time in Wyoming after I got that private property access so it's like man kind of want to go back there and do it with a bow do it right you know like i could have done it this year with a bow and i didn't freaking bring my bow and i knew i was going to regret it so 
there's mm. there, it's still up in the air and it really does depend on what I draw in Oregon. Cause if I draw that deer tag, um, it's really tough to leave Rosie's when they're bugling to go kill a deer, but, um, yeah. it's a good tag. So I, I don't really want to commit to anything too much, but, um, yeah, I don't, I'm really counting on, I have like a 5% chance of drawing these tags. I'm trying to get in Idaho. So <laughs> I can't okay. really, I can't really count on those, you know? But mm, yeah. it's it's Arizona is my non-negotiable, and and that is where I'm going next year, 100 percent for sure, unless they change the laws and they don't allow me to. Well, here's here's kind of what's been happening. You know, it's been a little bit crazy. I've never experienced so many invitations <laughs> to go hunt. Uh, Josiah wants me to come hunt uh, <laughs> spring turkey with him in Wisconsin. Um, a guy, Brian Strickland, right? You know, he was a judge in the 2020. Um, he writes for bear hunting magazine. Um, you know, he called me at first about, you know, Hey, what would you think about going to Alaska? And we could do a spring bear hunt in Alaska. And I, I Alaska is a special place. If you haven't been there, I mean, it's like one of those bucket list places and it's on my list. Uh, Keith Naylor and his buddy, Timothy Reeser, they kind of had me like hooked with a caribou hunt in Alaska. So that's been like high on my list where I would say like maybe even above anything else, like that would be maybe my, like, mm, yeah, my, my dream one would be like, that one has my imagination rolling, but I got an invite from Andrew with crude outdoors. Like, Hey, do you want to look at Montana this year? I've had Arizona on my mind the last three seasons and I was disappointed, you know, to miss it this January. So that's been, like you said, that's a for sure next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking at that and obviously, you know, there might be some rules where they may limit some of the units or, you know, we'll have to kind of see what, what, how that plays out. But, uh, the bear hunting thing has been a reoccurring thing. Like the relationship that's beginning to develop with bear hunting magazine. Yeah. Um, I got an invite to go do spring bear, uh, in Montana and I've never done spring bear. I've this past year was actually like my first time to ever have a bear tag. And it was really like, I wasn't really bear hunting. I was hoping to get an elk or deer and then, you know, sit the gut pile kind of a deal in, in hope for a bear, but that never, uh, that I didn't harvest anything until the last day of the season. So I never had that opportunity. Um, but the, uh, you know, I, I think this year, you know, I got an invite to go to, to at least apply for New Mexico, New Mexico for non-residents. It's not a preference point state, but they designate like a small number of tags yeah. for non-resident. That state, you, yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's expensive because you got to, you put the money in up front and then you kind of get refunded. And, you know, so that was, that was a strong consideration though, because it, it is not very far for me to drive. And some of the better units are actually just three or four hours from me, which is somewhat closer than even the places I hunt in Colorado. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think, you know, elk is my favorite species to hunt, but I think this year I, and I was thinking like, I'm going to do Montana elk in during archery and then in, and, and do deer archery in Colorado. And then my son is 13 and I want to take him on his first big game hunt. So I was going to, and he wants to hunt a deer. He doesn't want to hunt elk, but I was like, well, maybe I'll find him a deer a, a unit where I can get an over-the-counter elk tag. So my thought was like, maybe I'll do, I've never done a rifle elk hunt. Like hmm. I, I just have never done it. I've only done archery. And so I was like, maybe this year I'll do my bow hunt in Montana for elk. And then I'll do my, so I, it's been totally like, you know, that this is that part of the, this is the time of year where you're having to make all these decisions. Right. But I think, I think I'm going to scale stuff back just because you know, I've got so many things, so many irons in the fire right now. And I'm like, I think this is going to be the year of the bear for me. I think I'm going to do, I, I'm leaning towards a Montana spring bear hunt. Um, my, I have an aunt that actually lives in Alaska and Wasilla. Um, so I could go to Alaska and do bear hunting there, but I, I think I'm leaning towards a Montana bear hunt. And then uh, in the spring, a fall bear hunt in Oregon um, doing an over-the-counter one, do that in August and, and take my, my younger son mm -hmm. on that hunt with me. Then I, I am, I'm going to apply for a unit here in Colorado. That is a last year was uh, no points, but I'm going to apply with an out-of-state buddy 
And it was a 50% chance for in-state resident to draw and like an 18% chance for non-resident. So I'm going to apply for a unit in Colorado that more than likely I won't draw. Um, so I think, I think my archery season this year will be a, uh, will be an over the counter. If I just had to kind of, that'd be cool. The odds or statistics of that are, is going to be an over the counter. So, um, that's most likely what I'm going to spend my, and, and I think that'll take me through the year, unless I might go back home and do like an Oklahoma whitetail or something unexpected. But I think it's going to be the year of the bear. All my, all my travel will be bear oriented, which is like, I've never done that before. Yes. Like that's, <laughs> it's kind of a new adventure yeah, and yeah. it's never even been at the top of my list, but I just think that's the way that it's going to play out. I think I'm going to prioritize doing, doing bear hunts and uh, doing one for, with, for myself, kind of a deal in Montana and then doing one for my son in Oregon and then, uh, and then kind of, kind of play the rest of the season pretty low key with the expectation of starting 2023 fingers crossed in, in Arizona. Yeah. Well, listening to you talk, I, I forgot, I got invited from a good friend of mine to go spring bear hunt in Idaho in late May. And I'm just wait. I, I gave him the confirmation. I'm hundred percent go. I just have to wait for him to tell me on his end if he's a hundred percent. So, but that's baiting mm -hmm. bears over there. You can do, you can bait bears. Yeah. You can bait there. So, and our, I've never, I obviously I've never done that, but I think that would be, I think that would be actually a pretty cool experience and your, your bear season for spring is up in the air. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you end up not drawing, you know, like that might be something we connect on and, uh, yeah. I and mean, figure out, you know, yeah. He what, said what he's is. got baits already, you know, um, the bait sites, they're under snow right now, obviously, but, um, there's like an 85% chance I draw in Oregon for, for spring okay. bear. And it's a general over the counter in Idaho. So it's like guaranteed if I want to go over there, I can go over there. Mm. Um, and I've wanted to, I want to film and, and I've never shot a bear with my bow and I'm trying like hell this year to do it on the Oregon coast. Um, I have my whole new strategy and everything. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and so we're going to be working a new strategy there, but, um, yeah, it's just interesting. I'm, I'm. It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm targeting bears more than I ever have, potentially this year more than ever. So I'm kind of in the same boat, but I'm not traveling across the state nation to go kill them though, or to or to yeah. Alaska. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you hunted Alaska? I don't. I don't remember if you've shared that. No. Uh. -uh. It's um. Me and my dad are planning a trip in the next couple of years to go caribou hunting. Which, even if you plan a trip, you're most guides are booked, you know, at least a year or two out. So it's like, if you book now, you're probably looking at 2024 to go kill. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Peter, Peter Mosby and Keith Naylor, both in the app have done kind of the DIY caribou hunts and mm -hmm. they've been successful at it. And I've been, that's been tempting. Um, that's been tempting. You know, that's the one that I was saying is kind of messes with my imagination. because. <laughs> I mean, Alaska, like once you've been there, it's just like, it's unlike any other place you've ever been. Like just walking on the ground in the tundra there is like, I've, I've never stepped foot on earth that feels this way. Like, it's just so the colors, the greens and the, like the, the landscape. It's just like, I've never, I've never mm. seen these colors in nature before. Like it's, you know, it's like, I've been in to beautiful mountains everywhere from, you know, Washington to Oregon, California, Colorado, you know, I, mm -hmm. I've seen the deserts of Utah, New Mexico. Uh, I, Alaska is just, it's, it's indescribable. Like I, like, I can't even like begin to like put it into words. Like, and I just, when I think back of some of my experiences there, I'm just like, I, there's a part of me that it almost is like a fantasy where I don't want to return there and mess <laughs> with the memories I have of it. Cause yeah. it was so magical, you know? And, but it's like, but then that's other side of you just craves it. It's like, I, I've got to go back there. Cause it's, it's magical. It's unlike any other place I've ever been. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have not been there and I am dying to go. And it's just like, you know, I already told Kim, like if we had to move, It'd be Alaska, Wyoming, or Idaho. I don't care which one. You can choose. And she actually chose Alaska out of all three of those, you know. Mm. And she's got family up there too. So yeah, I don't know. Alaska might be might be the move, man. I don't, I don't know. Grayson's lives in paradise already, so I don't have to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. That's true. You do live in a special spot, Grayson. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, uh, I, I, unless there's anything on your end here, Jared, I think I got most of what I wanted to get out um, from Grayson and, and um, t talking to you guys. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap this thing up? 
Man, that's a great question. I mean, I, I know, I, you know, I, I could not congratulate both of you guys enough. You know, I, I, I think Grayson, uh, obviously you, you took the title last year with the outdoors of the year, uh, that well done on that Garrett. Um, you know, we're, we're days away from kind of announcing the Western Hunter, um, you know, and, uh, I mean, kind of coming out of the outdoors of the year, it's like, well, if it's, if, if it's not Grayson, it's, going to be Garrett. If it's not Garrett, it's going to be Grayson. And, and so I would still, I'd still kind of, you know, again, it's just speculation because I'm not the judge, but like, I, I would pretty much say like, yeah, I, I think, I think we, we'll, we'll be at that decision in the next couple of days. And that's going to be really exciting to see. And uh, so, I mean, thank you guys for just participating, being a part of the community, like the friendships that, that I feel like we've had. I mean, the discussions that we have, uh, on our phones outside of just hunting, you know, talking through yeah. life and marriage. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a true blessing just to get to know you guys. And, and I can't believe the way that like the hunt league app has brought you guys into my life. So just from me to you guys, like I'm, I'm grateful for both of you. Thanks for believing in the app, for participating, for becoming legends in our small growing community, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, uh, I mean, because you're kind of in and, and you've set yourself up this way. Like, I mean, I think, you know, you've got people that are going to be looking at your seasons really close this year, regardless of, regardless of where the leaderboard or, or how you compete in leagues, you know, like you guys have become people who are like, everybody wants to see what you do. So even just talking through the plans of, Hey, what we're thinking about is getting, is going to get people excited because yeah. now they're, you know, now they're going to get to see the day, day to day play by play you know, of, yeah. of what actually occurs here. And for, for some of you guys, that's just spring bears right around the corner. So we're going to get to see some of that stuff unfold pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Grayson can't compete again. He's going to be a judge next year. I'm guessing, right? That's correct. Um, right. I don't know if I am or am not, but just so I can shit talk the, you know, everybody listening here, yeah. I made the finals with four months. I have a whole year this time, so be very, be very scared, guys. Be very, very <laughs> you've been warned, but no, but seriously, it's 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 um it's Oregon one two. Me and Grayson were saying that you know a while ago. I was like, yeah, oh, we're just hoping for an Oregon one two. It's actually like a one two three because you got to throw Casey in there with the lion. That's like, true. That's true. She she didn't get to participate in the live event, but there was no like she was the clear winner uh, for the females. You know, it was just like. Casey won. And yeah. She was invited as a candidate. Um, she just wasn't selected as one of the, the top four. I, I can't wait to actually see when uh, we have a female kind of break in. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'm not the guy that wants to just do like, we're going to have a token female jump in. Right. It's like, no, like I want everybody to have a fair shot at this and, yeah. and earn your way in. And, yeah. you know, and I absolutely believe in the next couple of years, we're going to see some females break into that. And that, that's right. going to be exciting. Um, you know, I mean, you and I have talked, uh, Garrett, like about Evan. Um, yeah. Was like, like I, yeah. Uh, I told I mean, him it, he was over at my house uh, last night for a podcast and he gave a speech, um, to our local chapter for the hunting, hunting organization. And, yeah. um, I'm like, you know, if you would have competed, you probably would have won. I, I think he would have. And I'm like, he just, his only issue is he's an Android guy. Yeah. He's, in, <laughs> he, he's in the app and I actually yeah. helped him log a few things, but I'm like, I'm like, Grayson, count your blessings because Evan was just yeah. sitting on the sidelines waiting, Yeah, you know, and it's like, he's just can't wait for Android to come out. So hopefully we'll have Android ready to go before like the fall hunts. You know, we're, we're it definitely will not be ready by spring hunts, but uh, yeah, that's funny. You're going to bring him well, up. Cause I was like, yeah, if, if, if I, one of my buddies participates, Evan, he's, he's gonna, he's going to own the room, dude. Cause he's so <laughs> inspirational. I mean, his stories is just, it's just phenomenal. So if he, if he puts together a good season this year, I think he's, and he and he can you know we can come up with a droid um, app um, part of it. I think he's he's one to watch out for. He's he's definitely yeah. one to follow. Um, and there'll be a podcast of him coming out probably either tonight or tomorrow. So be pretty cool. Oh, that's very cool. Well, gentlemen, it's always a, a pleasure getting to spend time with you. Thanks for jumping in. I know this is like a dual podcast and an on point and a hunt league podcast <laughs> yeah. rolling at the same time. Uh, that's that's my first of this kind of podcast so right on. uh there's there's a lot of firsts happening with hunt league so garrett thanks for helping initiate me into that um, yeah it's always a pleasure participating with you and man i am unbelievably 
excited about some of the announcements and some of the things that we've got coming for 2022. You know, if anybody is still listening at the hour mark of our podcast, you know, like uh, this is when, I mean, it's like now's the time to jump into hunt league, you know, start, start logging your stories. You know, we had some people that kind of downloaded it and dabbled with it last year. But I think once you, once you break the ice of actually learning how to like log a hunt and kind of journal it, then it becomes second nature and it's a lot easier in the field. And it's going to be something that you're going to want to have. I mean, years down the road and even just, you know, the next day to be able to share those experiences with friends, like the ability that it has uh, to kind of connect and share and mentor. And I mean, there's just so many layers to it. And uh, I'm really, really, really excited about some of the announcements that we've got. I mean, we're going to be announcing some stuff, you know, you and I Garrett here uh, next month. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited that, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people stacking up that are also really excited about that. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yes. So there, there's some, there's some cool stuff in the queue that are like, we can't reveal those secrets right now, but I would say, Hey, be tuned in about a month from now. Uh, Cause there's going to be, there's going to be some, some really cool stuff that we're going to reveal. So Grayson, you're going to dig it too. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But uh, all right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you both for taking the time to come on here tonight. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking, all three of us here, very soon again.